Warning, this podcast contains horror themes. Please read the warnings in the description before continuing. We hope you have a wonderful existence. The Immortality Ledger, translated from Russian to English. My death was stolen from me. I know not where it is, nor if it will ever return. I called the police. They're looking for you now. Don't worry. They'll find you and we can get you all the help you need. Love you. Be safe. I Exist, Episode 3. Deadline. Declared by Mortality Works. Flatlined at 3am on the 13th of October. Oh, yes. Yes, I see. That explains quite a lot. So, she shouldn't exist. And here I was panicking for nothing. We can still help her. But there's so much more to consider now. Much, much more. The energy change coupled with... Hmm, that is surprising. She may even be one of the old ones. Either way, she shouldn't exist, which makes her perfect. I only hope she succeeds before the... Well, not much point worrying about it now. Wild Law by Joanne Hubbard, read by Miss Hubbard. Chapter 3, Vampires, Ghosts, and the Undead. It has largely been believed that the origins of the undead stem from witches which has neither been proven nor disproven, and thus it shall not be elaborated upon when discussing such creatures. Unlike popular culture would have you believe, vampires are not shiny, well-mannered individuals, and rather they have their own strict code, and heaven forbid the poor fool who chooses to meet with such creatures uninformed. Ghosts, while normally lumped in with vampires and other risen-type creatures, are entirely dependent upon the deceased religion and location of death. They are not synonymous and should never be treated as some fools believe. And vampires. Vampirism is caused through a number of means, including but not limited to cursing and exchanging a large quantity of blood. The type of vampire created depends solely on the creation method, and for each type, they have their own code and interaction scripts between themselves and often others with their kind. Broadly speaking, these creatures shall be discussed in rank. Hello, Tether. Well, I can't say I'm not impressed, because I would be lying. She's clever, your Madeline. Or maybe it was sweet September. Or rather, cunning September. All the things you didn't know, all the things you won't know. Not until she's changed. And by that stage, it will be in more ways than one. Let me introduce myself. You may call me Alexander. And we'll be getting to know each other quite well, if I am to extend her existence. But that's not for you to worry about. All you need to know is that you and I shall be having a regular, 
one-sided conversation from this point onwards. I am one of the three kings, and the head of a rather unfortunately named anti-purple violet organization. But fear not, I shall keep your friend in existence until she figures it out. September taught her all she needs to know, even if she doesn't realize it yet. I wonder if the necromancer has... This is where I leave you tonight. I have things to do. People to ensnare, lids to follow, wandering, fading existence girls to manipulate, and necromancers to annihilate. The thing about necromancers is they're rather hard to kill. Until next time. There's no one registered named Madeline Miller. Do you think she was making it up? I don't think so. It sounded like she really believed it. Well, what do we do? I have an idea. Maddie, I think you've been kidnapped. I just received a call from someone called Alexander? They call me a Tether. I think they're mispronouncing Heather. And, but they said something about fading from existence. I think they're the ones drugging you. Maddie, the police are looking for you now. Don't worry. We'll get you out of this, safe and sound. Love you. Oh. Oh my. She shouldn't exist. Well, this certainly explains a lot. I... I think my theory's been confirmed. At least for now. But then again, this is coming from a person who believes in an organisation such as the Purple Violets. I'll start at the beginning so you can appreciate all of this interaction. Why? Because I don't want to suffer alone. It started with Kralin, aka Stranger in Cloak, which seemed to be the common theme if I'm being honest. I also learned that Kralin is her name and that she generally despises the living. Apparently she goes by many names, to which I responded with, such as the super-secret spy who blends in well with any and all scenery, to which she responded with, get stuffed, but the less polite version. I would not describe our blossoming relationship as a loving one, or in fact a working one, more of I'm the study subject and she'll put up with me until she can sacrifice me, to the prior named Purple Violets, now currently named Orange Cats organization. So, I was walking out of university, which is a lost cause. My lecturers can't see me, even if most of the students can. When a hand shot out of a tree in typical crown style. I was then dragged into the branches of the tree, literally in displays of impressive strength, where not blending in crown was wearing a hot pink cloak. She also stated it was glow in the dark. I hope to hell that one day any of the supposed spies figure out how to spy, Otherwise, their probably unsuccessful careers are over. To be fair, I hadn't spotted Krylin until I was hoisted into the tree, so credit to her, I guess. Quick side note, the weird intern, you know the one who wouldn't stop staring at me at work and who also told me I shouldn't exist? Yep, well, I think they're definitely supposed to be watching me. They stalked me all through uni, and they did a worse job than Kralin's, which is impressive, if I'm being honest. Uh, back to the point. 
I was sitting in the tree, trying not to look down. A fear of heights is not fun and nothing to laugh at. When Krellen opened her mouth, and this is, word for word, I swear, what she said. You're slowly fading from existence. I can understand why they're interested. As if that's completely normal and not an entirely life-changing thing to say. Every part of me is glad. I had already sort of figured that out, otherwise I may have fallen out of the tree. To which I responded with what, or perhaps, excuse me, or most likely a flawn-sounding, I know. It had been a long day. I just really wanted to go home, or at least back to the motel. I would have left if not for the fact that climbing down would require me to look down, and that was not something I was truly capable of doing. And this is the response I get after the initial eye roll. Well, as a necromancer, and let's just pause there for a second and let that statement sink in. Crowland believes herself to be a necromancer. Which, I mean, if fading from existence is a thing, I suppose I can swallow it, but even then, a necromancer? Really? As in raise the dead, ooh, type of jazz? Moving forwards. I sense the energy of everything around me, including yours. So, it's at this point I bravely look down in an escape attempt. It's amazing how draining all of this is. And promptly feel violently ill. Suffice to say, I'm stuck. So, I unfortunately am forced to keep listening. And your energy has changed. Been drained, almost. In about a week, I believe every memory and every impact you've had on this world would have faded. The organization must be interested in how you're prolonging your own existence. I will point out that while she's saying all this, she's sounding amused, as though my situation is a fun delight. I can't even help. I can only really work with death, and as you're technically not dying, this is out of my hands. Maybe you'll end up as a forgotten permanent ghost. This universe won't have you, neither will the afterlife. I don't know if that was supposed to be comforting, but... Mm. I mean, it could have been intended that way, but at the same time... I think she just finds this very amusing, and... I just felt very sick and very done, both with the height and the overall situation. I've got to go. After Krellen pulled me from the tree, before which she laughed at me for quite some time, she promised to prove to me that abstract knowledge exists, because apparently she wants to see the look on my face, it'll be fantastic, you'll pass out, and this is brilliant. Only wish I'd remember it after you've faded. I'm going because at least then I'll have confirmation of my own slow fade to nothing. Why? Okay, going now. Love you. Bye. Be safe. No one sided with the description of Madeline Miller. All officers keep looking. I thought she didn't exist. Just trust me. I think I just saw a ghost and a zombie and and a walking and talking skeleton. There was so much blood and it's on me. I think it's on me. There's blood on my sleeve. I think I think Krellen murdered someone. Uh, how else was she able to get that much blood? 
the skeleton, the skeleton sang, and Crowlin called him Fluus, and he sang, and there was blood on him too. So, 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 so much blood. And she was the, uh, she was the one who summoned him, and I should have just been satisfied with the zombie. I should have. It looked like a zombie. I pointed out that maybe it could have all been makeup. This skeleton was not makeup, and I think maybe the zombie was makeup because there was so much blood. So we were in the graveyard because, you know, live the aesthetic when Grellen does this weird summoning thing over one of the graves and Tom rises and I'm all, nice trick, is that up there? Almost had me and she she slices down Tom's arm and the smell of rot there was so much dark clotted blood and it spilled across at least three graves and the knife was huge and it was just everywhere. The ground was actually stained red or or, or brown or like clotted chunks of brown and <laughs> And then she was chanting and her eyes were glowing and she was smirking and Tom lay limp or dead or more dead and then all of a sudden there were ghosts and they all looked disgruntled like they'd been rudely awakened from their respective afternoon naps for no good reason and then she saw me and, and they saw me and they rolled their eyes and they started conversing with Crowan who looked normal again and I can't remember what they were saying, but there was questions and Carolyn was smirking and I don't know. There was a skeleton singing and I was running as though whatever held me to the ground before had let up. And all I could hear as I ran was beautiful singing and Carolyn's cackle. What's happening? Why me? I was fine in a world with no magic and no zombies and no ghosts. I was fine, damn it. And now, and now I might not exist anymore. And I'm covered with rotting blood and I need help. Miss? Miss, are you okay? Miss? No. Uh, no. I think, I think there's been a murder. Okay, miss. What's your name? You can hang up the phone now. My, na my name's Madeline Miller. She what? Why, why did you send Sam? I, this is a mess. Who else is involved? Okay, this is, okay. Right, I'll let you know when we have more. You let me know when you have more, okay? Bye. This is not okay. <laughs> Only the spirit walker would cause this much chaos. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. Our eyes, the Aegis dream. Burn into the back of our skulls. Our eyes. Clamoring hands gripping their slipping threads. The Aegis Dream. The Aegis Dream by Scanlan Shortholt. I don't understand. You're telling me my friend is in that cell? Yes. But there's no one there. As in, that person's not your friend? No, as in, that cell is completely empty.
I Exist was produced by Mortality Works, directed and written by Ashley Thompson, assistant director Simone Beeson, edited by Simone Beeson, music by Tiana Allen, voice actors and characters Fleming, the immortality ledger Callista were voiced by Tiana Allen. The Voice of Mortality Works was voiced by Simone Beeson. Gerald and Poem were voiced by Jason Burgess. Erin was voiced by Jesse Burton. Alexander and Miss Hubbard were voiced by Tristan O'Neill. Madeline Miller was voiced by Ashley Thompson. Kralin was voiced by Morgan Thompson. If you wish to support our continued existence, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download your favourite podcasts. Additionally, if you have the means, consider donating to our Patreon, Mortality Works. Need more proof of our existence? Come check us out at Mortality Works, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hope you have a wonderful existence.